Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Jess. And depending who you talk to, I'm the social media manager or the digital marketing specialist. And this is the show to show you how to pick your own podcast. This is the show to show you how to pick your own podcast. <laughs> Hello there. I hope you're trucking along on your podcast because that's all we can do. Just keep our heads down and keep trucking to make the thing, right? I hope you've birthed beautiful ideas from your brain. Sometimes, though, I have, like, a really, really good idea. Actually, like, all the time I have, like, really, really good ideas for stories. And I have a lot of trouble getting it down onto paper. If I'm making a fiction story, like most of our shows at GZM, like Six Minutes, Mars Patel, and really all of them except for this and Rewind, I'll probably need a script. A real-life script. That can be super intimidating, though. Like, how do I even start writing a script? What if it's too long? I hope Dave isn't too busy without a time and tomorrow and SS Christmas and all the other things he's working on and his TV stuff. I mean, the guy writes a lot of scripts. Have you seen how many Emmy Awards he has? But wh- whatever, I'll just try him. Hello. Hello. Uh, you're on the air. I am recording podcast title pending. So we're still doing this thing where we pretend that you're calling me up? Yeah. What? What bit are you talking about? Your phone rang. That's your ringtone. Whatever. Okay, so I... W- I mean, yeah. hello. Thanks for calling, Jess. <laughs> okay, Dave, I want to make a six minutes. There's already a six minutes. Yeah, I know. I want to make an audio drama like six minutes, oh, I but see. totally different from six minutes. How do I start? Well, you know what they say, if it's not on the page, it's not on the stage, even in podcasts. Last time we talked about an outline, right? So I think now you're going to need a script. Okay, so what does a script like look like? I think most people have seen what a script looks like, but basically you've got your stage direction. You've got your <laughs> That's scene. That's a silly I didn't mean question, Jess. <laughs> yeah. So you've, you've got a bunch of pages and uh-huh. it has your scene headings and then some action and then your character names and the dialogue. And for an audio drama, your action is going to also be your sound design. Right, because in audio drama, sometimes the thing that you're imagining, you know, the audience can't visually see it. So you'll need to write in the action, like, the sound of a hoverboard. Exactly. All the things that we take for granted when we're writing for a TV show or a movie, uh, you have to do it in a different way in audio drama. It's just the idea when somebody walks in a room, and if you're, if you're writing a movie, someone walks in a room, you could see what that room looks like. In audio <laughs> drama, you got to figure out how you're going to tell that story. Yeah, what was I? Uh, I was listening to Tomorrow, and it's when Sandy is going around in the crowd and sniffing people's pockets. And <laughs> yes. in a movie, you can just see that. But in the audio drama, Annie is telling Miss Hannigan, oh, there goes Sandy. He's going and sniffing this. He's going and sniffing That's this. Right. Yeah, yeah. We're using them like play-by-play announcers in sports. Right, 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 right. Okay. Do you use any special like software to write your scripts? 
Yes. Yeah, so we write our scripts in a program called Final Draft. Oh, okay. Which does all the formatting for you. Ooh. It's it's something that's used a lot for, for movies and TV shows, and it's just what, what I was used to. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Okay, so because you started writing on TV and stuff, that's what you're used to, and so that's what all of the GZM podcast scripts are written from. That's right. And, and I think most of our actors are used to it, too. So. Oh, yeah, I guess... Actors are more familiar with that kind of script writing. That's interesting. I didn't know that yep. there was like a podcast format. There is. I think some podcasts use a format that sort of goes back to like radio scripts. Oh, interesting. Um, so it's a little different where huh. the, the character names are on the left side and then the dialogue's after as opposed to <laughs> underneath it. That's how I write plays. Like that's, that's te- um, playwriting format. Yes, it's format. closer to like a play playwriting format. That's right. Okay, yep. cool. Okay. So Does everyone know that you're an award-winning playwright, by the way? No. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I'm here pretending like I don't know how to write a script, but I, I really do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go back to pretending I don't know anything about this. So now we know format, and if you have more questions about format, there's a billion different blogs, and I'll attach more in the show notes of uh, screenwriting format. But... What are some other things you need to keep in mind when you're writing a script? So first, we'll start with characters. Who is this story about? And the more you know about your characters, the better. A lot of times we will write biographies for these characters. And some of the things you come up with maybe will never make it into the script. But it really just helps you understand who they are, how they talk, how they would react in any given situation. Yeah, it's funny about characters. Sometimes you can just like get a full imagination when you're writing a character. Like some of the funnest writing assignments I had in school were, what is your character's favorite color? What is their favorite type of cake? What is their least favorite food and why? None of that stuff might make it into the story, but for some reason it makes your character more like whole, you know? It does. And when you make those choices, because they are choices, at least especially in the beginning, Mm -hmm. after a while you start to just understand who the person is, who that Mm -hmm. character is. And then you kind of just know, so you're not making it up. Yeah. And the goal always, the, the best thing ever is when you start hearing the characters talk to each other in your head without right. you having to overthink it. It's like, I know exactly what Brinley would say in this situation. Right, right. Because I can hear her. Once you have the characters figured out, there's so much less work involved. It's almost, some things just kind of write themselves. That's right. And the more specific you can be, the better. Okay. So after we move on from character, what, what's next? Next is setting. Where and when does this story take place? So it might take place in your house, in your hometown. It might take place on a spaceship circling Mars. Uh, It could be anywhere. That's the best part about audio drama is it really can be anywhere. Yeah, we don't have to be budgeting for for space. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly right. Right. um, But you want to pick a place that means something to the story and to the characters. Yeah. And I mean, a a really good story doesn't have to have the most interesting setting. I mean, in like a lot of season one of six minutes, it's just in Whittier, Alaska. You know, like we it's in their house. It's in their school. They're in the school. Right. Right. It's it's not like, well, with Iowa Chapman and the last dog, it's this really interesting setting of this post-apocalyptic world. Right. But the setting can make a, a really interesting story, but you don't have to have a very interesting setting to get started on a good story. That's right. Sometimes you're going to be world building. And sometimes it's the world you're seeing right outside your window. Sometimes also, I'm thinking about when you said setting also could be a when. If you have a time period that you're really, really interested in, like I'm really interested in the 1940s, so I read a ton of books about that, and that helped me build a whole world too. 
yeah, research really helps in these situations too. Watching things that take place then, reading, but making stuff up, yes. Okay, well, next up on, on this outline, I see theme. Can you tell me more about that? That actually I'm, I'm really a little bit lost on. Yeah, so theme is what is the story about? Now, we know like what the actual idea of it might be. For instance, Six Minutes is about a girl found in the water who doesn't remember who she is or where she came from. Right. But the theme of it is something different. The theme is about, there's a few different themes in Six Minutes. There's about what makes a family. Uh, there's about right. what is identity, who are you, um, what does it mean to be a human being. And so all of those are themes. What do you want to talk about in your story? Mm. It may be very clear and may be buried underneath, but it's kind of the thing that takes a, a story and brings it to the next level because it has extra meaning. Yeah, I think one of the easiest ways to find a theme is thinking about in your own life and your own personal journey, like what is important to you? Is your family the most important thing to you? Is your chosen family, your friends, the most important thing to you? You know, I, I don't know. Do, do you disagree with that concept? No, I think that's totally right. And sometimes sometimes you start a story with the theme. You say, I really want to tell a story about friendship mm-hmm. or I want to tell a story about global warming or something like that. Um, and sometimes the theme emerges as you're writing the story. You realize, oh, I thought this was a story about time travel, but it right. turns out this is really a story about, you know, parents and kids, whatever. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay. And then this is this is a super interesting question because I've been seeing more and more TV and movies that really play with this one, tone. Yep. What kind of story is it? So the very basics might be, is it a comedy? Is it a drama? Is it scary? It could be a, a lot of different things, but even something that is both funny and scary and... Mm-hmm heartfelt, still has a very specific tone to it. You know, each right. thing should, should, it should, you know, you want it to feel a certain way when, when people are listening to it, watching it. Right, right. I'm trying to think of a, of an example, like a High School Musical, the musical, the series does take itself seriously at moments, but there's sort of a, a wink toward nostalgia in a very funny way, but it like, it right, knows it's what campy. it's doing. Yeah. It's a little bit campy. I was going to say, Google what camp is, but then I'm like, you can't really define camp. Anyway, that's a whole other, (laughs) I'll do an episode on camp. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But um, yeah, thinking about, and and sometimes you might not necessarily know the tone yet, how you want to tell the story. Because a story can just be a story, but maybe through writing exercises, you figure out, oh, maybe this story is best told funny. You know, a sad story can be told in a funny way and a funny story can be told in a sad way, you know. That's right. And when we make our shows, usually we make what's called a pilot, which means we make the first episode before we make the rest of it. Um, And as we're going through it, both in the writing process and the editing process, a big part of what we're figuring out is the tone. Mm -hmm. Chris and Ben and I, we talk a lot about what's the theme song. Mm -hmm. That kind of helps a lot. What music is this show going to have? And all of that is about figuring out what the tone of the piece is. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was doing that in the podcast title pending workbook. I was like... There's there's a section where I say, what are some of the big tone words of, of your podcast and what songs make you think of that tone? Yeah, that's great. Like, for example, I would say the tone of podcast title pending is quirky, informative. Think yes, Jessica and Day and New Girl. Yeah. That's right. And your theme song is is a perfect example of, of, of the tone. Yeah. You get it. If you, you hear those 30 seconds of that theme song, you know exactly what the tone of the show is. Right. And like there is a part of the song where I'm a little bit over explainy, which is also sort of the tone. <laughs> right. Like like <laughs> so it works out. OK, cool. 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 Tone. So maybe do you want to talk about these three separately or or all together? Plot, conflict and resolution. 
Yeah, plot conflict and resolution. So this really is where you get to the what happens in your story. Mm-hmm. What are the pieces that build the story from beginning to end? Um, and part of that is the conflict. So you start with your main character. What do they want? What's standing in their way? That's usually the basis of a story. They start in one place, something happens, they have to overcome it, they end up in another place. Mm-hmm. Now, a show like Six Minutes has that happen over and over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> right. There's a one big one, and then there's a bunch of little ones in, <laughs> in the middle. But ultimately, you're, you're heading towards a resolution. So mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's a shorter piece than Six Minutes, your resolution will come at the end of your screenplay, at the end of your 10-episode podcast season. What happens in the end? Now, maybe a happy ending. You may still end up with a cliffhanger, but somehow you need to resolve that story that you started. Um, And our shows are serialized. Serialized means that they keep going each episode, most of our shows. Uh, But there's also what's called episode, which is like if you're watching a cop show on TV and Mm -hmm. each episode is a new story that starts and is resolved by the end of the episode. Sitcoms are often this way too. What's the problem of the day? How do they solve it? There's a, I think, Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix is is also mm-hmm. that, where like each episode is its own story within the world. Oh, Black Mirror, Black Mirror. That's that's a perfect yep. example of that too. If I don't know if my audience is too young for that, but either way, <laughs> Black, Black Mirror. <laughs> this may be a silly question, but when you write one page of a script, about how long is that in a podcast? It's an interesting question because the. The old adage has always been that one, one, one minute, yeah. yeah, one page is one minute. But what we have found is that with a podcast, one page is a little less than a minute. It's oh. more like meh, 45, 50 seconds. Mm-hmm. Not 100% sure why that is. I think part of it is that some of the visual stuff that you would do in a movie or TV show, establishing shots, um, moments yeah. where maybe Silence there's not dialogue. doesn't work as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't work as well, right. So I, so it moves a little faster. There's a little more dialogue usually in audio drama because it has to be. So And that generally moves faster than action. So uh, yeah, so we've found 20-page script is closer to 15 minutes. That is super interesting. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm glad that I asked that. Something that I've learned with playwriting is that writing is rewriting. I wrote a play three years ago and I just put it up at a reading this last weekend, and it was garbage. <laughs> when I wrote it, it was great, and I was proud of it. And then, But yep. what, what I'm realizing is what makes a really good piece is, like, six drafts. <laughs> at least. At least, yeah. yes. Yes, all of our shows go through many, many, many drafts. You hope that they get better each time because you right. catch things, you learn things each time you do it. I wrote a book, and I probably did 15 drafts really? of that book over the course of, of a year or two. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's that, like you said, writing is rewriting. Yeah. And so the, your Which first draft stinks. is never going to be great. <laughs> it stinks. Right. It's, <laughs> it's the least favorite part of most writers. <laughs> although once you start getting in later drafts, then it, sometimes it's fun because you've figured out the big moments. So the mm. plot stuff, which is sometimes the hardest, you get through that. And then you're just punching up jokes, coming up with better dialogue. Mm. That, that I actually enjoy that part of it a lot. One of the hardest parts of rewrites is cuts. Yes. Yes. Kill, kill your darlings, as they say. Right. It is, it is about the story. If you're writing a, something that's just purely comedy, maybe the jokes are as important, but ultimately the story is more mm-hmm. important. And the amount of jokes that we cut from our shows because they get in the way of the action, it's a lot when we do it in edit. I was just going to say some really good advice I learned in, in school was to have like a Google Drive folder where you put all of your cut scenes because you may never touch it, but at least you're not like letting it die. Like it, it like it That's helps right. with the sadness of taking it out of the piece. Because you're like, oh, you maybe, maybe I'll else. use it somewhere else. And like most of the time you won't. 
But telling yourself that feels a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. The, the other thing I would say is get that first draft out. Mm-hmm. Don't overthink the first draft because you know you're going to rewrite it anyway. And there's nothing worse than looking at a blank page. So once you've got a first draft, there's all kinds of stuff that you can do to it. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to show anybody until draft five, that's great. That's totally fine. You don't mm-hmm. have to. So you don't have to feel that pressure of this has to be good because I'm going to turn it in and my whole class is going to look at it. And Oh, yeah. This isn't gonna, a know. homework assignment. Yeah. This is you. That's right. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. Not thinking of it as like an assignment, even though I am going to give you homework at the end of this episode. Um, <laughs> but that's from me and I'm very nice and you don't have to do it. Um, that's right. You're an easy grader. I'm a, I'm a super easy grader. <laughs> That'd be funny if they start sending me their stuff. Something that I learned as a writer, it's also so funny that I totally dropped the ruse of not knowing what I was talking about about halfway through this episode, Um, (laughs) is that, like, I think some of my best writing comes from me. Because you can only write from you. The only experience you have is yours. So it doesn't have to be, like, the conversation I had with my mom this morning, but the experiences that you've had influence what you write. So sure, you can absolutely write a story about a kid on Mars, but elements of your own life being put into that might make it a little bit closer to you and and a little bit easier to write and or have more meaning to you in the long run. I don't know, Dave, what do you think about that? Yeah, I agree. And and feelings are feelings. Whether you're a kid who's lonely because he's on a different planet or because he's moved to a new school, it's still loneliness. Oh, I so love those are that. So those things are real no matter what you're writing. Feelings are feelings. I love that. That's great. Okay, homework. You go ahead and write a one page. If you don't really want to learn about formatting yet, that's okay. Just like open up a Word document, write a character name, what they say. Write another character name, what they say. You don't even have to write a character name. Maybe a one and then a two and then a one and then a two. And just fill up one page with that. You can double space it, but just have that done so you can say you've written one script and it's yours and you did it. And you don't have to expand on that one. You can write a different one for your podcast, but just make your first one. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. I was, I was going to add a question. I wasn't sure if that kids. was rhetorical if you really wanted me to answer. but It's I, funny. I, I just sort answer. of waited because I didn't know what to say next. But then it's like, you could be like, aye, aye, captain, you know, so I appreciate that. Um, great. Thank you so much, Dave. Really, really good stuff. Thank you, Jess. Can't wait to read your script. Podcast Title Pending is a production of Gen Z Media. If you're an educator using podcasts in your classroom, visit us at gzmclassroom.com for materials, lesson plans, or to request a visit from a GZM creator. For more great family audio, go to gzmshows.com and follow us on social media at Gen Z Shows. Be sure to follow Podcast Title Pending wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss any new episodes. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today. Shh, it's starting. GZM Shows.
Imagination Amplified.